0: it offers ton more capability for retailers to stay engaged with their consumer post transaction right smart targeted marketing campaign can be done via our you know plugin with Alipay with PayPal so i think it just like it opens the door to the retailers to not only have incremental user base to shop at their locations but you know it's more integrated it's a checkout experience, right? So it's not purely transactional. it's building a better experience for their customer and actually help them save additional fees because you know payments, yes, you know especially payments via wallet, they are more secure. So that's why we are actually able to cop that payment fees over 70% percent for global transactions and profit about 30, 40 percent for domestic transactions.
1: Hello and welcome to another eComOps podcast. My name is Norbert, and today I am happy to talk to Mason Lin from Uansfer. Hey, Mason! Great to have you on the show. It's a, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, cool. It's, it's really great. Uh, we're talking about payments today. This is a payment solutions. This is really really great. You, you answer is an alternative payment platform that enables brands to accept all global QR code based wallets, including PayPal, uh, Venmo, Alipay, and uh, uh, with one integration. So um, tell us tell us a bit more about yourself and what you're doing at uh, YouAnswer.
0: Yeah, awesome. So um, let's start with myself uh Mason Lin, I'm the founder of Wandsford, You know, I'm a first generation immigrant to in the United States. I actually decided to become American when I was 12. So it's mm-hmm. pretty random. And then, you know, uh, stayed through college in the United States, went to China, trying to start off the next Alibaba or JD.com, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, eventually I ended up creating one of the first fintech companies over there uh, back in 2014. It's it's a company called Dan Data. Specifically, it's like a landing tag platform where we facilitate, you know, um, bank loans to SMBs. You know, mm-hmm. we're more like an algorithm someone that facilitate that loan, for, uh for better, you know, cheaper and more efficient loan decisions. So, um, quite the company sold it to one of the biggest e-commerce platform in China. You know, that's how you know we ended up creating for. Um, mm-hmm. Relatively the same team, you know, our CTO came from that startup as well. So essentially, because of that FinTech that, that I created back in 2014, that I was also a part of that you know, what's so-called cashless revolution in China. So having not just witnessed, but being a part of that revolution, I developed a lot of relationship with you know, Tencent and, and Financial, the parent companies of Alibra, I Pay, because we were digging into that payment data. For a lot of that landing insights, right? So because of that relationship and, and, you know, good timing, you know, that was the time when I was looking for, you know, to move back to the United States, you know, you know when I had two kids, essentially for, you know, better air quality and things like that. Uh, but on top of that, you know, that was the time when those Chinese, um, you know, Gazillion Dollar Company were looking for expansions outside of China. Uh, after learning my personal background they, they wanted to partner with me uh, so that we can actually facilitate their payments or become their acquirers in the United States so created the one company back in early 2017 Pi day you know uh, March fourteenth because the name of once actually originated from one obviously being the currency but on top of that we think it's, it, it means a full circle mm-hmm. uh it means like you know um you know, equal assets for everyone, right? So you know that that's just like a long way to introduce myself. But I'm, you know, hey, I, this is why we're I'm, here. <laughs> yeah, personally, yeah. I'm, I, um, I want to learn from you. So everything yeah. is fine. Thank
1: you very much. Um, yeah. Listen, so uh, it's it's another payment provider, yeah. So another tool for payments. Uh, what what is what sets you apart from
0: your competition? Why you answer uh, answer. So yeah great question so uh, we are not just a payment platform we typically call, our, call, call ourselves like a checkout platform and that will oh, differentiate us like we, we value the payment experience right so mm-hmm. that's why we started out with the alternative payments because you know when you looked at some of the developing countries like China you know everyone over there has transitioned to payments and literally everything with the super apps right super apps equals to Alipay, WeChat Pay. So being able to accept those type of payments would be really, really essential for American retailers. You know, they sell um, on an annual basis um, $80 billion worth of goods to Chinese consumers and then not being able to take their you know preferred payment just doesn't make any sense, right? And especially for someone like me living between the borders or constantly travel back and forth. It's, it's super inconvenient, right? So that's why, you know, we are coming in Yes, we are doing payments, but we are doing alternative payments. We are trying to bridge the gap, right? On one hand, you know, make those 1.4 billion consumers using wallets, using those Alipay's of the world, you know, more seamlessly being able to purchase goods globally. And on the other hand, you know, when we are catering to American merchants, you know, we are bridging the gap as well. So we provide that payment acceptance to them so that, you know, it's seamless when they you know, engage with their consumers globally who have already transitioned to wallet. So I think the keywords is that, you know, we are doing payments, yes, but we are specifically focusing on wallet, uh, the wallets with the QR components. So Alipay, WeChat Pay. And if you combine all of those wallet users, it's 2 billion globally. So it's, it's insane,
1: an insane, huge number of, of those. Uses and um, I, I need to say this. This was more or less a bit sarcastic before, uh, because I know what what is the behind a, a payment service provider, which before it needs to be done to even become one and to 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 get the thing up and running and. Uh, secure, um, which is which is of course in, in, in payments the most important factor that a platform is secure and the money gets from A to B, and uh, I'm, I'm it's very um, um, very very huge respect that I have for everyone who is uh, doing something in fintech. Um, it's it's very um, a sensitive very sensitive uh, uh, niche. That, that you're in and that really needs to work. Um, so um, you asked for offers a simple integration that allows businesses to accept all the major global wallets. This is what I, I heard out of that. Uh, what was the process
0: of like of developing these integrations? Great question, again. Uh, I think you, you hit the nail right on. Uh, being payments platform is not easy because you know, we constantly have to think about you know, compliance and know work with banks and work with payment network partners and like I mentioned all of the companies all of the super apps of those alternative payments that we support in our that company it's tough to you know just become their partner so actually the first you know two three years and even to today we, we are still onboarding additional super apps to our platform so it's definitely gonna take a lot of time so if you are asking what what it takes you know to become someone like us you know definitely being conscious about you know uh, compliance. We we have a compliance team in-house. So, you know, licensed in, in the United States, we actually just created our entity in Canada and Europe. So, you know, licensing, being compliant to regulators, you know, in different geographic locations, and then having the expertise integrating to the wallets, you know, some of the technical components. And then I think just um, our previous startup experience definitely contribute to that ease of integration that we have with our partners so it's like technical components we talk with all of those major component you know wallets globally we talk with regulator we have our sponsor bank who's powering the transactions so definitely trying to make sure what you mentioned earlier ma- making sure that you know when we onboard our customer it's going to be compliant it's going to be secure. And it's gonna be you know driving a better payment experience so that they get to have you know higher conversion rate when they have global consumers. Mm-hmm. And you're supporting both worlds. You
1: have these um, online stores and you also have in-store touchless payments. so um, have you have you found a difference between online and in-store businesses uh, when it comes to their willingness to even try the product?
0: Yeah, so actually, having seen the difference having seen the gap between online and in-store payments is really what drives us to this way, to this space in general because another reason why we chose to bring wallets to the United States is essentially you know we talked about it you know there are 2 billion wallet users globally mm-hmm. and then the one key component of those wallets is that they are not just for online transactions because you know they develop their own QR code infrastructure, so in store it's the same solution, and that same solution will bring a tons of consistency. Not just for us, but for you know, merchants who have like the customer checking out, say for instance online with PayPal or online with AliPay, and then at the same time being off- being able to offer the same you know payment methods, uh, not just for sales coming in, but offer you know say. Return to the same type of tender, right? They need yeah. The customer payment. So, uh, bridging the difference um, for online and in-store payment is our goal. And mm-hmm. then, you know, us choosing, you know, uh, wallets, and then specifically for that QR component is, you know, really is the last mile connecting online and in-store, and then offering a true online channel payment experience mm-hmm. for both customers and merchants we serve. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, and and you have um, yeah the, you're fluent in, in in both the Chinese and the American market, right? Um, how how much did this dual um, knowledge play a role um, in uh, the creation
0: of YouAnswer? Oh yeah. So uh, we are actually an American entity, um, founded you know 2017 in New York. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, your question sort of bring you know. Almost like bring us a competitive advantage versus you know the other players, right? Because we have both, you know, first mover advantage. You know, having to support QR payments in the United States four years ago, before yep. you know QR was widely adopted. But also, we have the second mover advantage. Like you know, my personal background started the company in China like eight years ago when QR was just literally eight years ago. It's comparable to United States right now when QR was taking off. You know, support app became widely accepted you know, everywhere mm-hmm. online and in-store. So both first mover and second mover advantage gave us a lot of insights about you know, what's ahead. So that's why we partnered out with PayPal and actually became one of their first partners to support QR payments in-store um, in the United States and also some parts of the other you know, places, other countries in the world. Mm-hmm.
1: Great. Um, you have over 2,000 retailers who have already put their uh, confidence in Uansfer. Um, What is your current strategy for expanding um, um, your hold on the payment service
0: industry? Awesome. So um, we are still very lean team. We, we don't actually have a lot of sales you know, associates going out like on the doors. So uh, even though we are 30 people strong right now, uh, you know, like I mentioned, we, we value quite a lot on you know, security components, compliance and you know, services and things like that. So ultimately, when we go to market, we typically be relying on partners, right? So uh, it's also like making our solution more plug and play. Uh, but also when we you know, integrate with the platform, of specifically a channel partner like Salesforce you know, WooCommerce, the e-commerce platforms, it's solving for the plug and play, right? It's going to be more seamless. So when merchants be accessing our solution, it's plug and play. But after developing that sort of, you know, solution, we typically be turning a platform into a channel partner. So we have quite a lot of, you know, uh, co-sell initiative with the platform that we integrated. We develop incentive, you know, for both parties to actually, you know, enable uh, broader, Acceptance at the at the merchant based level.
1: Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, on your
0: LinkedIn, you you have announced
1: multiple multiple strategy, strategic partners. Uh, and you mentioned, WooCommerce uh, just um, uh, before um, you mentioned them within last year. So um, tell me a bit more about these partnerships and the strategy behind them. How did the how did they benefit from your answer?
0: Yeah, great question. So um, obviously, we be benefit. Having those, those type of partnership, right? So our solution yeah. more plug and play, but for the partners that we are integrated with, they will have more capability to offer our solution to their existing customers, right? So just enriching their you know marketplace in a way that you know now when they whenever their merchants be asking for alternative payments, asking for you know online install consistency sort of wallet experience, they now can. Just simply download our plugins or extensions mm-hmm. on that e-commerce platform. So it's them, you know, answering to the increasing needs of their merchants, especially you know during the COVID, people are looking for contactless, they looking for innovative ways to stay engaged with their consumers. So accepting alternative payments, accepting what our super apps, is the best answer that those partners can give to their you know merchants.
1: Yeah, absolutely, um, and and I think that a lot of companies or business owners are always looking uh, into partnering up with other companies. Um, what is your advice for them? How do you proceed when you get in touch with a new p-
0: potential partner? Uh, so we are always learning, <laughs> right? So you know, great question again. Um, so we are we're always willing to learn, and then you know how do we can provide additional value, right? So I think overall, we are not looking to, you know, uh, to take over, you know, even in the payment space, we are not looking to, you know, replace, rip up that merchant's existing payment infrastructure or their payment provider and come in, you know, just take over. We are always additive. We always think about what else can we provide, right? So I I think, you know, Yes, we we are also learning, but you know, overall I think our motivation is just to provide, you know, things that are not being offered, uh, mm-hmm. things that we can bring to the table in addition to what you know, whatever merchants or partners that may they, they currently have. Yeah. What what are s-
1: common mistakes that you see payment service providers are making?
0: Uh we, we definitely make quite a lot of mistakes, right? So payments is uh, like you alluded to the beginnings. Very very complicated process. Yeah. So uh, you know, you know, compliance, risk, uh, you know, security and things like that. So I think uh, for us, right, uh, we wish we, we could even stay more focused, like you know, just um, solving for the biggest problem and solving that problem only. So I think as we evolve, we 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 are becoming even more focused, right, taking our wallets and you know, positioning. Ourselves to connect the last mile, you know, for super apps and also the stores, right? So I think the common mistake, I think you know, not just um, the ones that we 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 make, but broadly, I think just like uh, for a lot of the startup companies, it's not having a clear focus. Yeah, um, you know, you know, it will be quite a lot of you know interesting ideas coming up. You know, just learn to resist those like temptations. I think <laughs> uh, would be the way to go.
1: Um you mentioned before that there are two billion, two billion um uh, people that use wallets. Um, why should people in e-com use UANSFER besides that fact that there are so many people using wallets?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I, I think ultimately, you know, obviously it's uh, it has to be consumer driven, right? Yeah. So e-com, um, you know, I think it, it's it's relevant for any companies. Uh, if you are not following through what your customer is asking for, then you potentially lose the customer and eventually lose the game. Right. Yep. So two billion, it's it's like, you know, a third of the world's population. That's like it's insane. Yeah. insane. And then the reason why I I highlighted, you know, those wallets are essentially super apps, right? Because it actually, you know, solve not only for payments. So say for instance, like, you know, when we put it up with Alipay, Right. when we enable a merchant to accept those type of payments there's actually more to be done right so typically for a merchant they are not only interested to you know, accept the payments but how do we how do they stay relevant post transaction how do they stay engaged with the customer how do they bring in additional incremental traffic to their locations to their stores online e-commerce or stores regardless right so it's it's constant constant you know Think, thinking that they, they need to go through on a daily basis. So that's why, you know, uh, I, I think specifically my answer to your question is, you know, obviously it's consumer-driven with the 2 billion users. And on top of that, because they are super apps, right? It offers a ton more capability for retailers to stay engaged with their consumer post-transaction, right? Smart, targeted marketing campaign can be done via our, you know, plug-in with Alipay, with PayPal, so I think it's just like, you know, it opens the door to the retailers to not only have incremental user base to, to shop at their locations, but you know, it's more integrated. It's 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 a checkout experience, right? So mm-hmm. again, it's not purely transactional, it's building a better experience for their customer actually, you know, help them save additional fees because you know, payments, yes, you know, especially payments via wallet, they are more secure. So that's why we are actually able to cop that, you know, payment fees over 70% for global transactions and profit about 30-40% for domestic transactions. So it's like... That's, well, well, yeah, piece, that's, that's piece huge. Giving. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: That's absolutely huge. Um, now, I have a web store. How hard is it for me to get started with you and implement your, your tool?
0: So... Um, the first question that we, you know, always ask is, you know, if, if you know a, a prospect or you know, in this case, are you running on, you know, some of that e-commerce platform? Are you running on WooCommerce? Are you running on Shopify? If answer is yes, you know, I think it just like like I mentioned earlier, it's a plug and play. Download our extension from the marketplace uh, of your platform. That's good to go. Perfect. Or you built your own. Uh, we also offer you know, customized integration, or we have actually a out of box solution, right? So that you know, with minimal effort, you can just you know, typically uh, for our integration, on average, take about a few hours to integrate. And even better, sometimes we actually have developed some of the SDKs, right? So you know, could be minutes um, that our solution can be integrated. Perfect. So, pretty fast if you have Shopify
1: or WooCommerce, and uh, fast enough if you have any other solution. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have? um, I always like to ask that. Um, um, Do you have two or three quick wins for e commerce store owners um,
0: that they can do to improve their checkout, for instance? Um, So, I think if the e commerce has been tracking. Their card abandonment rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the quickest way that the merchant or the retailer could see is that once they implemented all the solution for alternative payments, especially if they, if they are you know recognizable globally, right? Say China, once they accepted you know Alipay on their platform. You know, that car abandonment rate would drop from 60, 70%, you know, because that that's like, you know, industry standard. Whenever a customer doesn't have the preferred payment options available, they'll just drop off, right? Yep. And then once that's being implemented, you know, that 70% would just literally be gone, right? They won't be dropping out because of lack of payment options. And on top of that, you know, uh, our integration actually offered. Not just payment acceptance, but we are integrated with, you know, say the Chinese, you know, cost. So when the retailer decided to, hey, I want to ship the product to China, right, direct B2C, you know, to Chinese consumers, we can actually do that, right? And you know, again, you know, because we are integrated, we are supporting app. There are quite a lot of interesting components or functionalities that we can enable. So it's payments and that's you know, drastically lower their abandonment rates, and then on top of that, we have features that will actually enable you know a lot of the incremental sales. Once those you know payment options are being offered, shipping options are being offered, you know, it could actually drive a lot of additional traffic. So if they track also you know their traffic coming in from some of the specific countries where we are available, they could see you know lower abandonment rate. Increasing traffic to their locations. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
1: Um, how or what role does automation play in your operations?
0: Yeah. Um, so um, at this current stage, you know, I think you know, for 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 the, for the past year or so, we started implementing part of the o- automation tool, mostly for internal users. Like, you know, we we want to make sure that. Um, we are compliant, right? So automation is a big deal in our compliance program, um, and automation is a big deal for our onboarding process, right? So we want to, you know, take down the gap, you know, take down the barriers. We want to bridge the gap, and one way to do that obviously would be automation. So um, yeah. automating our onboarding process so it's like it's quick and easy for retailers, and automating our compliance and you know KYC a process so we, we we can stay on top of the game, being compliant and secure. Good. Got it. Um, okay. Last question for
1: today. As usual, who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career?
0: Um <laughs> I think, you know, a lot of people. Like I, <laughs> I, I you know personally I love to just have conversation with entrepreneurs. You know, I I actually started the first, you know, Amazon Shop when I was in high school. That was like you know, oh, wow, you know, a long time ago. Nice, I we uh, made quite a lot of you know um, pocket money out of that project. So I, I think it's a long time still ongoing learning process for me. And a lot of people have definitely helped me into you know getting to know more about e-commerce. And then also like you know um, having the experience working in multiple you know. Global locations like in China, I, I went through that whole process, right? Because you know, Chinese e-commerce is relative. You know, is uh, is about uh, the same as the, the rest of the world combined. So witnessing and being able to facilitate some of the e-commerce companies, some of the retail SMBs in China, also helped me learn. Um, and then specifically, you know, how would the end game look like, right? So constantly you know, thinking about how this will evolve into, right? So again, just like I alluded to, it's the first mover, it's a second mover, and then a lot of, you know, lessons um, that i learned simply by talking with, you know, a, a, a bunch of, you know, entrepreneurs.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I think this is the best way. Networking, talking, learning from each other is always good. Thank you so much for your time. It was really a pleasure talking to you. And uh, yeah, what 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 should I say? Yeah, implement. uh, uh, a, a wallet a solution that for 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 your store, if you don't have it, you Answer is a perfect solution. I think it, it provides a lot of um, benefits um, um, when you when you start accepting QR code based wallets and provide new solutions to your checkout experience um, because it can give you uh, the the one or other customer that would not be able to pay or that has no other solution or that just want to. Pay with a specific solution, and you can still drop um, the the uh, um, the abundant, the card abundant. Um, And I also think that um, yeah, it's it's worth just trying. Um, If you have Shopify or if you have WooCommerce, it's an installation, yeah, a sign up, and it's easily configured. Um, and it's worth a try um, um, to, to offer new solutions um, for, for customers. And also, um, as you said, I think you can even lower the um, expenses, uh, the fees for the transactions, which is also always great to lower costs. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Good book. Thank you, Lobo, for all those you. great questions. Talk soon. Bye-bye. All right, bye. And that's it for this episode of the EcomOps Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for EcomOps Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app, and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.